Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Hello everybody and welcome back to the Any Revs UK show, all things revolution from a UK perspective and we are back for the 2023 MLS season and I will bring you as often as I can podcast to talk about the New England Revolution. So I just want to thank everyone obviously for the support over the last few years, obviously I know uh, 2022 was a bit of a disappointing season for the Revolution, but we're going to put that in the past now. I didn't do many episodes last year, nowhere near as many as I wanted to. Um, hopefully 2023 is going to be a much more productive season for me um, in terms of obviously the amount of content I'm going to be there. I'll, I'll try and get these out there as often as I can. I want to try and do post-match uh, analysis as well if I can do, but you know, obviously with the time difference and all that kind of stuff and obviously work-family-life balance. Sometimes it can be hard and tricky, right, guys? But I will try my best this year, this season, to get as much content out there as we can. So, obviously, you're here today to listen to me talk about my opinion on where the Revolution are kind of sitting currently and where, where I feel like the roster is and, obviously, any news that's kind of come out of the uh, Revolution Club. At least, yeah, as the time of I am recording this now, which will give you some indication of when this is being recorded to how many days it takes me to kind of get it all together and actually release it. Hopefully it's not too many. But Brad Knighton has just announced, literally minutes ago, uh, his, his retirement from the Revolution first team, which is, you know, I, I love Brad Knighton. I think he's a, an absolute quality um, quality player. I think he's he's done so well for the Revolution over the his, his, his playing career. And I'm really, really happy at the fact that he's actually staying with the franchise and you know he's taken up a, a position within the under 17 because I think he's got so much experience it's uh, you know that he can o- have to offer the um the youngsters of the the under 17 group as well uh, not even just in terms of, of of goalkeeping I think he's just got a wealth of experience that I think you know it's it's great that we've been managed to kind of secure his services down in the under 17s obviously in terms of the roster opening I mean it's pretty apparent that Brad wasn't going to get many minutes now was it I mean we've we've got backup goalkeepers there um obviously <laughs> we we brought in you know backup goalkeeper last season didn't play him and then and then um he's now been since then transferred back out uh, which seems to be uh, happened on two occasions last season it's uh, some weird business going on last season but we're not here to talk about last season we know it was a bit of a disappointment well when I say a bit a massive disappointment especially going off of what we did in 2021 but as I said we're not looking back we're looking forward that's what this is about this year is all about looking forward and seeing what the revolution can do as I say it's just I just wanted to obviously get that off there uh, thank you Brad uh, for your service to the club I think you know a lot of fans I can see many fans being really disappointed in this one um or maybe not disappointed, but just just saddened the fact that you know a person like Brad is um, is left. But I think it's you know as I said, it's it's not it's not like it's it's he's gone for good. He's still around the camp. He's still there. He's he's still going to be you know uh, contributing to the under seventeens and the, and the growth of of the um, New England football. So that's that is great to see. So even I think it's probably the best thing that we could have asked for. You know when we've had a player that is so likable uh, and a great locker room guy to have him still in, in and around the franchise is just is really good. 
Uh, in terms of, of ins, really, at the moment, obviously, yesterday, some uh, some big news dropping. The fact that we obviously managed to sign, well, acquire, sorry, I, I still get a little bit tripped up with, um, you know, the, uh, the well, obviously, I know what goes on, the ins and outs now of, of MLS. I'm fairly well-versed in it, but sometimes I still forget that it's not really signing a player as such. We're acquiring a player. Um, we've acquired his services from LAFC. Uh, obviously, blessing coming in is a, a blessing in disguise, as some might say. And you can all stop applauding now. I know, obviously, that was a, a quality, well-timed uh, joke. But, um, you know, let's all calm ourselves back down. But, no, in all seriousness, I think it's it's a good good transaction. Um, the, the Money-wise, I think 400k. I don't, there's part of me thinking that I'm not, I'm not really too sure. I think, I suppose, maybe on the age side of things maybe that's why it was a little bit more expensive because he's still got quite a good few seasons in a tank i'm trying to basically put it in comparison to if we would have just signed re-signed Boateng because that's the kind of where i see the the same kind of level maybe blessings slightly more uh be pushing for that first team spot and as i said he's got maybe a few more years left in the tank at, at, at you know a competitive level so maybe that's where i see it running so I, I still think it's a good bit of business um for the revolution um i think it's he adds good good um, competition uh, in that kind of attacking third line and gives us options as well I think it's a, an upgrade on Tommy McNamara which is what I see as a, as a like-for-like replacement of I think um, the only disappointing thing that I suppose I can see from this is that we've got two young players in uh, Esbury and Book that are just we've got clubs when you look at them I mean Book went out um, on trials with Tottenham um, uh, Ezra went out to uh, AK uh, Eze Alkmaar and uh, actually, uh, you know, did a very successful trial. Um, so there are European clubs already looking at them, and if we're going to limit their minutes, and if a club comes in, it's 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 going to be really hard for us to say, oh, you know, stay around for another season because they're going to be like, well, what's the point? I'm not getting playing time. So that part that part does scare me, and the fact that I think that these two can actually contribute this season as well for us i think they're both quality players and well it's, it's showcases the fact that they're being looked at at you know european clubs um but yeah so it's that's the only downside i see to this at the same time though as i'm saying that as i say i do like the fact as much as i am a big tommy mcnamara fan i think it, you know sometimes as much as you can like a person and like a player when you get a better player in it's it, it is nice to, to have that on the roster because one if Tommy McNamara still wants playing time this season, he's got to really up his game now and push himself because he's got a lot of competition now coming in in a, in, in a similar you know position that he plays in. So it will hopefully spur him on to to, to showcase you know some of the because I don't think Tommy McNamara had a terrible season last season. I don't think anyone had a particularly good season either. Um, but you know in the, in the, he showed in the twenty twenty one season kind of what he still had in his locker, and I think he was a massive contributor to to why you know why we were so successful in that season. Um, I think we've seen glimmers of it in 2022. But, uh, yeah, so there's you know there's still a lot left in Tommy McNamara's tank. Uh, I, I don't think it's a kind of a player that I'd like to see leave in any way, shape or form. I don't think he's taken up a lot of salary. Uh, I think he still offers us a lot. But at the same time, if it is a choice between Tommy Mack and the likes of Book, you know, I would like to see Noel Book get more minutes. Um, so at the same time as me saying I don't want to see him leave, you know, if it is going to be at the... The, the detriment of minutes for book then i'll you know i think that may be the right move but but yeah other than that i think you know it has been quite quiet we've obviously had the the super draft i absolutely love the super draft there uh, this year you know i, I didn't I, I haven't been as active on social media in terms of revolution um at all really uh, last season was a little bit of a 
yeah, I didn't. I, I produced quite a lot of content towards the front of it, and then I kind of, I think it was just because it was so disappointing. Uh, I didn't watch as many games as I had the previous season, and literally watched nearly every single Revolution game in the twenty twenty one season. Uh, last season, you know, I did. I probably I managed over half, but there was still a lot of games I didn't manage to to watch live, or even sometimes uh, record and, and watch back, um, or even just uh, highlight packages. I've actually no, I think I pretty much watched every game's highlight package. Um, uh, but yeah, in terms of live matches, I, I wasn't on there as much as I was last season. But yeah, it was just a disappointing season. Uh, obviously, some of the time differences sometimes over here was just kicking me all over the place, and I just literally just couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, this season is what it's all about, though. Um, but yeah, so but the Super Draft is something that always really excites me, and I, I just wish we had something similar over here. I'm not going to lie, I just wish they had some kind of. I don't know, just just something like the newly promoted Premiership teams go first, and then it obviously goes, you know, from from bottom to top in terms of super draft order, and then they get a pick. Just even just one round, one player out of a, a, a you know, a, I suppose it'd be university draft that we had here, players that are coming out of university football. But again, it's it's just different because it's not as competitive and stuff over here. Like it doesn't really work that way. It'd be academy players, and then obviously you're you're signed to an academy. So, uh, but what I would like to see is maybe something where. And this is going off on a complete tangent here, which is what we like to do over here at the NEVF UK show. Is say we have all of these these club academies that, that release players all the time, they're constantly releasing players. And sometimes these players might get released by a club um, purely because they're just not getting played, or you know, or maybe they get disheartened because they're not being played. And for whatever reason, they might be not playing in the right system, it's not the right style of play for them. There's lots of different tangible facts. But what they should do is is you know, have all of these players that get released from a I don't know, maybe just the Premier League's academies. So anyone who's been released the previous season should go into a super draft format. And they have like tryout games where scouts, so they play against, they're literally just randomly drawn teams. They play against each other. So maybe like four teams of, uh, four squads are made up, you know, trial team A, trial team B, trial team C, trial team D. And they all play each other once and then scouts can go along and then they, they, they draft them from that. Yes, I don't know. I mean, it's pie in the sky. Um, it will never happen in a million years. I'd just love to see it happen. Um, but I think the, the, the Revolution pick this, this season, I think we've actually picked up some... We actually used three picks as well, um, which was good. And I think we've actually been fairly decent with a lot of our picks. And, and I think it's going to be really good to see how um, three players kind of fit in. It's, 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 I think we've, we've picked well. Um, I, I know that Bruce obviously spent in the, in the draft because he got scared because there was a player that he wanted to get originally and that, that, that person went a little bit earlier than they thought. So to obviously avoid that disappointment again on, on the, the second pick that he wanted, we, we did trade up and to manage to get the player we wanted. But yeah, I think that, you know, we've, we've, potentially, we've got potential there to fill in gaps that we are needed. Um, so I think I think it was a, a good draft overall. I know that a lot of people are saying that they seem to be happy with the, the Revolution draft. Um, I, I was one of those people that, you know, it seemed like we were filling gaps where it needs to be um, in terms of depth in the first team. But obviously just then needs to make sure we translate that into are these people that are going to be able to contribute minutes in the first team like now, really, because obviously that's where, that's what it's all about um, in terms of obviously, you know, realistically when you look at the right back position now, Brandon Bay just hasn't, and he, he, had a, he actually had a, a good season last season, um, but he hasn't really got any competition to to really push him for a first team spot. And obviously, I suppose you could say that now, like you know, it's not as if he really has massive, com, you know, competition now. I, I suppose you, you know, it's 
it's not like he's got you know massive, but we have got obviously um, Joshua Bolomar uh, listed as obviously a, a midfielder, but I know he can play right back as well. So it's gonna be interesting to see where we kind of use him. Uh, Victor Souza as well, uh, and uh, Andreas Uland, I think it is. I'm not sure how you pronounce any of these names, so I do apologise in advance. Um, but yeah, all, all three. You know, we picked up two defenders and a midfielder. Um, and I think it's you know a, a midfielder that can obviously play defence as well. All, all, all you know, basically positions that I feel that we are the weakest at the moment. Obviously, you know, it's not ideal that you know that Martial was out for so long last season. So he, you know, everyone knows I'm a massive Martial fan, and I think that you know having him back this season, hopefully, you know, I've seen some progress. Uh, reports of him being, you know, he's out of his cast now. He's he's been back training, so that's good. It's almost going to be like having a new signing back in him as well. Um, and I think you know, you know, we've got Polster there, we've got Martial, we've got Macoun who can play there as well. I think we've got an okay batch of players. I would obviously like Williamson coming in, but that doesn't look like that deal is going to get done now. Um, but yeah, I think overall it's it's not looking too bad at all in terms of. Depth pieces. There's still a few positions I think you know we could do with. It would have been nice to bring in a defender that could have you know, especially like a right back or a centre back, or a centre back that can play right back as well. Um, that could have actually really pushed straight away from the off the first team minutes. Um, but obviously, it's going to be interesting to see where these three lads now fit into that roster and if they can actually you know start pushing on for first team minutes in the 2023 season. Um, but yeah, overall the roster so so far, I say I'd like to see another attacking winger come in, preferably someone who can probably play more naturally on the right hand side. Um, as I said, you know the fact that we've now got Blessing in, uh, Barrero, you know that, that's that's some speed at least. Uh, but you know you're not going to get any pace from um, Veroni, Bo, Gill, either over 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 heels. You're not going to get any sp- um, pace from them too. Really steady, that's not what they're about, but you know, so maybe some more, you know, a player of a bit of pace on that, that right hand side. I know that Blessing probably can play there as well. Um, but yeah, I like, I like the fact that we've got some good interchangeability in that in that kind of attacking third as well. Now, I think that's that's good to have. Um, it, you know, striker wise, I suppose, I suppose that's the only the only area that really, that really concerns me at the moment, as I say. I, th- I suppose if we could bring in. If you could bring it, if I had a wish list, I think it, for me at the moment it would go striker, then centre back, right back, and then right winger. Because I think if that, that's probably I would, I'd probably prioritise it. I think in terms of striker at the moment, I see I, I can say that I want striker as, as top, but it's because I'm unconvinced of where where Gustavo Bo's head's going to be this season. There's lots of talk, obviously, of returning to Racing Club. Obviously, the Al, you know, the I kept calling him Italian Stallion last season, which is weird because obviously he's not Italian, he's Albanian. Um, he just played in Italy. Uh, like again, like we didn't see a, loads of him from last season. There was glimmers of what he could do, and he still could come good. And obviously, Butska was the same as well. Like, you know, um, Adam didn't start off the best, um, and there's even times when I was questioning his ability. Um, but then obviously he just turned into an absolute beast. Um, and obviously, I, you know, on that note, I do obviously want to wish. Not that Adam's going to be listening to this, but I do want to wish him the best of looks. Obviously, I know he's having not the best of starts to his his career over in France, but um, he's, he's still out injured, um, unfortunately. But um, and obviously, I wish him a, a speedy recovery and I hope he does get some, you know, back to the, the levels that he, he can showcase to the world what he can do. Because you know he's in that Poland team as well. He, he done so well to get in and around that Poland team, and you know it's, it must be a big setback. But hopefully, he comes back stronger and can pr- prove uh, to the footballing world what he can do. But um, 
yeah, in terms of our roster, I just think that I'm not convincing the striking options at the moment. Justin Relic's had a an OK season for us again. I was glad to see him get minutes. I think he had quite a few opportunities to stake a claim for it. He didn't really grasp the opportunity with both hands. At the same time, though, I still like him as a you know a depth piece. I think I still think he has got something to offer the MLS. Um, although, if we do bring another striker in, I would like to see him obviously probably go out on loan to, to some club because I think you know he's got some. I don't want to see him just waste the season because I think it's going to be vital for him to build on what he did last season for us, and he did help us. Uh, when we needed help, you know, and they say it wasn't like he had any terrible performances. I wouldn't say he had any standout performances either, but you know, I think he did. He did consistently okay, um, which is not what you want from a striker. You want, you know, you want someone who terrorises defences week in week out. Um, but I do still think he's got stuff to offer us. I think he does look better when he comes off a bench for us. Um, but yeah, I would like to see obviously him given opportunities. Uh, but obviously, I, I don't want. As much as I like Justin Reddick, I don't want him to be our, our number one striker going into the 2023 season. I think we're going to have to be taken seriously as a as a club. I think we need to have somebody who's literally going to be terrorising the defences. Um, so attacking third, other than that, I think you know we're looking okay. Right winger would be nice, but it wasn't priority for me. It's a striker. Then we look at the centre back pairingship partnership, and obviously it's going to be Farrell and uh, Kester going in going in again for the 2023 season. Obviously, if we can get Omar off the books, that'd be great. Um, you know, Moncur can play there, um, which is an option, but I think, you know, an Erland can play. There's, there's options there, but in terms of, again, you want somebody who strikers are going to be, you don't want to play against. You know, you want to be, you want to, you want to have a bully, somebody who'll boss that back line. Um, and again, I love the Andrew Farrell and Kessler partnership, but I think if we, if we need to build, we need to bring better players in. Um, so for me, you know, I absolutely love Andrew Farrell. Farrell as a person, as a human being, he, you know, there's not many out there that are better than this man. But in terms of taking the franchise forward, we need to bring in a player that really challenges them to now, really pushes them. They've got no competition realistically when you look on the roster at the moment. There's no competition there, so that they've they've got it pretty comfortable. Same as Brandon Byatt right back. Dewan Jones has got some competition in 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 Spalding. You know, he had he had a good season last season. Again, it's good to see his his contribution to the first team. Um, goalkeeper obviously was solid as long as no one comes in for him we're, we're solid at the moment um, I think we're, we're, we're good but yeah for, for me that's where we look we go striker centre back right back if we can do but again it just depends how these, these draft picks pick out for me um, and then and then a right winger if we can um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to obviously you guys get involved as much as you can with this podcast um, let me know your thoughts what, what, where would you like to see the revolution strengthen the most where where do you think we need the help the most? Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting season for sure. Uh, talking about the season, I am, I'm really looking forward to this season. I can't wait. Obviously, I think it's going to be a tough tough opening game against Charlotte. Not going to lie, um, it is going to be a tough atmosphere for us to get anything away from that game. We've got to be at our best. We've got to see. It's going to be interesting to see what preseason brings. I, I don't really look at the results. Obviously, I'm I'm always I'm not. It's never a good. It's never good to lose. But in pre-season, I don't take it as heavily as I do in the, in the season, unless we get absolutely... You know, if we go into pre-season and lose our first game, like, 4-5-0, then that is warning signs. I know obviously it's, it is about fitness, but if you are conceding that many goals... Obviously, it depends on the lineup and stuff, but still, you don't want to be going into a season if you, you've lost a game 4-5-0. or That never, ne- never helps anyone's morale. Uh, but, yeah, pre-season's going to be a lot telling. For me, it's going to be quite interesting to see... And I'll probably do this on the next episode. I'll, I probably will start predicting kind of where I see. I kind of want the transfer window to be 
you know closed or there thereabouts and have a look at some of the pre-season friendlies first before I start touting about where I think we're going to be playing and stuff and what position and formations I, I probably will start talking about it in the next episode um but yeah, it's it is going to be interesting to see what Bruce goes with in preseason. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of fans are kind of eager to see what you know what we do and where we go from there. But um, but yeah, obviously, guys, if you just let let me know, kind of obviously, as I said, what you feel the Revolution need to do in terms of roster places. Um, are you happy with kind of what we've done so far? Um, obviously, re-signing Nacho um, and obviously blessings been brought in and, and the draft picks as well. I think so far it's been okay, not great, but I think it's been been, been okay. I'm fairly happy so far um, with what's what we're going on. Obviously, there's lots of other murmuring rumours going on, but nothing really concrete that's come to uh, fruition so far. Um, are we still happy with Bruce as well? I so that's a big question. That's a big question. A lot of fans, a lot of people questioned him last season. Um, you know, I think there's only so long you can ride the coattails of the 2021 season. You know, it's I, I I'm I'm happy still. So so far, I'm I'm happy with Bruce leading us into the 2023 season. I'm fairly confident and happy with 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 the decision to keep him as the coach of the Revolution for another season. And but like I said a lot's gonna the first few games of the season's gonna be huge for an imperative that that Bruce gets the fans and the club showing that we're all in the same direction here we're all moving back in that same direction because it's such a disappointment for from coming off the back of such a successful season in 2021 um yeah all the other news I suppose um hopefully well no not even hopefully I, I will go on record now and say that this year is the year that Elias UK is coming to Foxborough, to Gillette Stadium, to see a game, to see the Revolution play at Gillette Stadium. It's got to be, I'm literally so excited, it is ridiculous. I can't wait. Uh, not even, obviously, I'm, I'm going to love watching the game. That's going to be huge. Um, obviously, getting out to Gillette Stadium, feeling the atmosphere, meeting, uh, you know, seeing the, the boys play. Um, it's going to be absolutely immense. But what I am also, I think, slightly more excited about is just meeting some of you guys because. Uh, I've said it so many times, but you have all welcomed me into this fan base. I'm literally just a Brit who sits talking about the revolution. And some I still get questions now about people like, you know, why do you waste your time supporting a team from America? And, you know, it's not real football and all this rubbish. It's not competitive and all this crap. But it's like, why, 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 like, you know, why does it bother you? Like, why should it bother you what team I follow? Like, I don't get how it can offend somebody. Like, what team? It doesn't really matter. Like... Um, I just don't get people. I get people get so butthurt about it. It's just strange. Uh, but people are strange, and obviously everyone's entitled to their own opinion, even if it's wrong. Uh, but but yeah, I, I honestly, I'm 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 so excited to come out to to Foxborough to to not as I say not only see the the Revolution play, but to meet as many of you guys as I can. And um, so I, it's not a hundred percent. Uh, in concrete yet the, the game I'm coming to it is it is likely going to be the Red Bull game in August that I, I will be attending um, but it's not been 100% confirmed that's for, purely from my point of view at the moment um, Brian has been amazing throughout the whole the whole thing um, and he, you know he, he's, he's more than happy to, to help me in, in, with with um, arrangements and all that kind of stuff 
So uh, it's not from anything on from the revolution side at all now. It's it's pretty much on on, on me and, and and I'm coordinating with somebody at the revolution to kind of get that um, over the line. So once it is all confirmed and locked in and sealed, obviously I will notify you guys of which match it will be. But I think it is looking like that one. Uh, but I want to also let you know that. Um, that if you're not able to attend the game as well, that I'm not just going to be there just for the game as well. I was going to try and attend two games if I could, uh, and potentially, you know, obviously uh, extend. The, I am extending my stay while I'm there. Um, not just I'm not basically just being flown out to the game and then flown back home. Uh, well, I, so I, I am. That's the offer that's been extended to me. But I am going to extend my stay uh, while I am there. So I'm going to actually fly out with my family. And we're going to uh, spend. Uh, we're going to actually go and visit Maine, uh, and hopefully miss uh, meet uh, meet. Um, well, I will say friends. Yeah, I will say friends now. Yeah, Chris for Lucas. I'll hopefully go and meet Chris and his his family because we've we've um, you know we've, we've been friends for a few years now and it's um, you know uh, I really want to go and see him out in Maine as well. So I, don't, I know it's going to be really hard for him to get out to to see the game. But I was obviously hoping I could probably maybe stay around and then buy tickets to go and see the um, the Austin FC game as well. Um, so because uh, obviously I want to try and meet as many of you as I can but if if, if not obviously I'm going to be in the area uh, so if, if it is possible at all obviously I say I'm going to be with my family though so please bear that in mind um, but you know if, if, it, if it is possible for to do another fan meetup a, a bar or something I don't, I don't know then, then maybe we will try and try and arrange that possibly um, in due course but yeah I am I'm so, so excited it's just ridiculous Um but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. It's a nice short episode, I suppose, this one is. Just as uh, me warming myself back up, getting into the books. Um, but yeah, hoping for a lot more content from me this season. And um, I honestly can't wait. And I, can't, I just can't thank you guys f- enough for, for letting me be part of this amazing fan base. Because honestly, it's 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 unlike any other I've been ever part of. Um, it's insane. Uh, but I hope you guys had a great festive period. If you do celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. I hope you had a great start to the 2023 year and I hope the revolution will continue that. I suppose we best just end by saying thank you, Brad Knighton, for your service and I will catch you guys very, very soon for the next one.